Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. What up, bitches? Welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I am your host, Francesca Amber, who has had a very, very busy January against my better judgment, against my wants and wishes. (laughs) The universe had other plans for me. Um, And so I feel like I've been here, there and everywhere. Um, Yesterday I was in London recording with our favourite, Paul Brunson, love guru extraordinaire. Um, So get excited, that episode is coming out next week. But yeah, I'm not doing as much hibernation as one would like, um, but that is definitely my plan for the next month, let's say. That's my plan for February. Anyway, I noticed as I came into January that, number one, I felt super, super, super low energy like really low energy. And the more I learn about seasons and cycles and everything, I'm learning that this is perfectly normal. Um, But I don't think that this was helped by the fact that, especially during Christmas and this really busy period of like New Year and stuff, that my habits, particularly around my health, had got really, really bad. So I was going to bed super late at night, like I was falling asleep with the girls, then I was waking up and then I was eating really late and then I was staying up really late. My eating habits have probably been worse than they have been in a really long time. Um, I just was really lacking some motivation, some self-discipline when it came to like my health habits. And as I sat down the other day to do my goal setting, because yes, it's, you know, nearly towards the end of January now, and I've still been sitting down maybe once a week with my goal setting journal for the year, thinking what I want to achieve, what I want to experience, what I want to do, people I want to see in 2024. And I realised that I had put that my number one priority for 2024 was health. That was my number one priority. That's what I wanted to work on above everything else because, you know, health is wealth. And I realized, what was I? I was in like maybe the second week of January that I had not made any progress at all. And not only had I made 
no progress. But I was just so tired, so unenergized, both in mind and body. Like I said, eating badly, sleeping super late, not moving enough, um, that I didn't really have any motivation to make any headway on that goal whatsoever. And I listened to a podcast episode, uh, Diary of a CEO. We all love that pod, right? And there was a lady on there talking about um, sleeping habits. And this podcast episode was absolutely incredible. If I can find it, I'm going to link it below. And she said that if you want to do one thing for your health, if you can do one thing today for your health, start going to bed at the same time every night. She said you would not believe what a transformative effect that would have on your life. And it just got me thinking about the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. Now, this was a book that we read in the book club, oh my goodness, maybe two years ago now. It really got me thinking about how if I want to make lasting change to my health, and this is not about, um, you know, having a massive glow up in the next you know, 10 weeks and like losing weight and, you know, having a hot girl summer. It is also about that, but it's not about that. Um, Then I knew that Atomic Habits was going to be the path to making my health goals a reality. So the idea of Atomic Habits is you start where you can. And if you feel super overwhelmed by a goal like I did, like when I thought about wanting to get up and work out, or like eat salads over my comfort foods in this depth of like dreary winter when I felt super low energy, that felt super, super overwhelming to me. And it also made me feel super bad about myself because I wasn't acting in accordance with the person I want to be, like the person I want to be, how I want to live my life. And so I got this idea in my mind of like, do you know what this lady's saying change this one thing, like do this one thing for your health. But even that felt too big of a change for me. It felt like too much effort, too much energy. And so I said to myself, do you know what? Each week I am going to implement one small change, one small change so tiny that I cannot fail that is just to do with my health. And I did. So week one, I made the commitment to take my supplements every single day. Now, this sounds really small, right? But I get given quite a lot of supplements and I've bought quite a lot of supplements. I work with a fantastic company called Better You. They um, they do supplements that get into your bloodstream as opposed to going through your digestive system, which Long story short, basically, if you have absorption issues, which I do, if you have various autoimmune diseases, if you're celiac, whatever, um, you find it really hard to absorb vitamins in a traditional way. And so they make it so that you spray the inside of your mouth. It's a long story. Anyway, their iron supplement, because your girl is anemic as fuck, she's pasty, she's tired, she's weak, she's dizzy. Um, it works. It really, really works. And yet, do I forget to take it for weeks on end and then wonder why I'm fucking tired? Yes, I'm my own worst enemy. And so I put together all of my supplements and I decanted the ones in I wanted to take out into a weekly pill box. And then I kept that pill box with me wherever I was. So if I was having a work day, I would take it into my office with me and have it on my desk. If it wasn't a work day, I'd have it downstairs in the kitchen, out on the worktop so I could see it. 
And that was my only commitment to my health for that week. As tempting as it is to be like, I'm going to change everything and I'm going to be a new woman and I'm going to do a 30 minute run every morning. Nah, we all know how that ends up. We all know how that ends up for people like me. Okay. And so I was like, no, this is my one commitment. I don't feel any pressure to change anything else. I don't have to change my diet. I don't have to change the amount of exercise I take. I am just going to take these supplements. So these are like my medication for my autoimmune disease, which I often forget to take, my probiotics, my iron for my energy, some hormonal ones that I take that really, really help my PMS. You know, all of these things really help me. And I wonder why I fucking struggle when I don't take them. And of course, I succeed. I go the whole week and I've taken the supplements every single day because that is the commitment I've made to my health. And it's such a small goal that I can't really fail, right? (laughs) So I made it visible. I made it easy. And I made it rewarding because I was making a commitment to myself to improve my health and I was actually reaching that goal. So that's super rewarding. So remember, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. So make sure that you have that system in place to make that goal achievable. And like I said, for me, that was simply decanting them out into like morning and and evening um, supplements, having them all in one place, having them visible, having them easy to access, all that jazz. So we get on to week two and I decide I am going to make another small change for my health. Now, I wanted to make it a super tiny habit, one that, again, like I didn't want to take a big leap. I just wanted to take a super tiny habit that I could achieve. And so week two, I decided to drink water. Your girl's dehydrated. I'm out here running on fucking dust and I don't know why. I think it's because as I've gotten older, everyone in my family has like a bit of a nervous bladder. And I've only developed this in like the last year or so where I feel like I need to go to the toilet all the time. So like, if I'm somewhere where I can't go, I'm like, oh my God, where's the toilet? I need to go. It's really horrible. And it's resulted in me choosing not to drink whilst I'm out. So I will literally go out for the whole day and I won't drink. It's insane. She's dehydrated as fuck. It ain't good for no one. So I made the decision to simply drink the required amount of water every single day. So I fill a jug every single morning with filtered water. It means that I carry a water bottle with me. When I make drinks for the girls, like to go out for the day, I also make one for me too. Um, But it's not just about drinking more water. I felt a little bit attacked by a nutritionist I had on the podcast once who I told her that I have cordial in water and she said that I was a child. (laughs) she was like are you a fucking kid and I was like well I don't drink tea or coffee so it's the only pleasure I get but we all know they're not great for you a lot of those cordials a lot of those juices they're not good for you and in fact they do say there's like some real links between children having those cordials um, and like them not sleeping very well and behaving badly and stuff so I was like you know what we don't need this shit it's just a habit I have that we have the juice there and the kids want juice in their water. Like That's what they want. But actually, it would only take a week of concerted effort of saying, no, sorry, I haven't got any. The shop didn't have any. Like, we only have water. It's such a small change to make that I think a week would be enough to be like, right, well, that's what we do. We just drink water now. And so that was my goal for week two. Not to be drinking my calories, 
not to be adding to my sugar levels or uh, chemical toxicity through drinks. Like I just don't need to drink my calories like because I'm still eating my calories, right? I don't need to drink them. And guess what? Spoiler alert, we are coming close to the end of uh, week two and it's a fucking success. Like I've just been drinking water every single day. I've been drinking about three times the amount I normally do. And the amazing thing is, is that these small daily habits, these small changes are having a massive compound effect in the long run. So of course, every day, like you don't really see the changes. But if you think if I kept this up for say a year, for example, a year of cutting out cordials and juice, how many bottles would I be cutting out just by choosing to drink water? How many more vitamins and supplements will I have within my body from taking them consistently for a year? It's incredible. It's incredible. Now, I just want to say here, this is not about saying, right, well, that's it. I'm never going to drink anything bad ever again. Like I'm never going to drink alcohol. I'm never going to drink wine. I'm going out this weekend, you better believe. And I probably will drink wine. I probably will drink alcohol. This isn't about saying I'm never going to drink anything again in my life because I don't think that's sustainable. This is about making changes to your daily life. I am a mum. I'm in my motherhood era. I'm in my motherhood season. I don't go out drinking all the time. I don't go every week. I might go once a month. And so for me, being able to do that once a month is absolutely fine because that's not my daily habits in life. I hope that makes sense. Okay, so I am at the point now where I am going to be moving on to week three. And this is where I come back to that episode of Diary of a CEO and the lady that was talking about sleep and how getting the right sleep is like one of the best things that you can do for your health. Now, she was talking a lot about the circadian rhythm and how the levels of light that we expose ourselves to have a massive, massive effect on how we go to sleep, the quality of sleep that we get, and how we wake up feeling energized and refreshed. And so one of the changes that I made is that I now try to have really low level lighting, like the hour or two before bed. She said that as soon as the sun is down outside, the light levels should be super low inside. And so I'm out here with my fucking fake candles, with my little mood lighting, trying to keep shit really calm and low level light before bedtime. Um, but anyway, I'll try and leave the episode down below. I'll try and link it if I can find it. But it was so, so interesting about getting lots of light into your eyes first thing in the morning to wake you up and make you feel super energized for the day and about really cutting down the amount of light you have towards bedtime. So this week, my atomic habit, my tiny change that I'm going to make is to go to bed earlier every single night, but also to go to bed at the same time every night. And this is wild, but they actually say that the time that you go to bed doesn't make a massive difference. It's more about going to bed at the same time every night. Now, I had been getting into the habit since Christmas of going to bed at about 1.30 to 2 in the morning. Oh, God, like that doesn't provide an energized rested day for anyone right like I was my own worst enemy and so I kind of cheated my system a little bit because I started to go to bed at just midnight every night 
the, it's just naturally I haven't massively tried to do it but I don't know if it's because I've been taking the other positive actions but I've started to go to bed at midnight every night and it has had an absolutely massive difference on my energy levels the next day just by going to bed an hour an hour and a half earlier than I normally do so as I come into week three, it would be really tempting to say, right, I'm going to start trying to go to bed at like 11 every night instead. But I really, really don't want to rush any of these habits. I really want to make sure that these are changes for life. These are changes that are going to stick. And so this week, I'm purely going to focus on not only maintaining the two previous goals, which is the uh, supplements and the drinking of water, but also to go to bed at the same time every night midnight or before so that is my plan and I gotta say the week after it might be that I change that to 11 30 who knows I have so many ideas of all the changes that I can make that are going to add up the compound effect of these are going to add up and massively increase my health so you might think that these are just tiny changes and they are but the compound effect of doing this day after day after day after day after day will have a massive effect on my well-being. They'll have a massive effect on my health. If you think about it, like I could say, right, I'm going to join a gym and I'm going to go three times a week. And then I probably will give that up after the first two weeks. Or I'm going to say, I'm going to go to a yoga retreat and I'm going to spend a week in Bali and I'm going to eat nothing but green juice and I'm going to have an enema every day. Is that what they do? I don't know. And I'm going to do yoga for five hours a day. But that is not going to make a lifelong change in my life. The quality of our lives really depends on the quality of our habits and success in any area of our life, whether it's our health, career, whatever, will come down to not what we do once or every now and then, but the small things we do every single day. So if I find myself in the future not sticking to one of my habits, it's too much. I've tried to make too much of a change too quickly. So I will either cut it back and make it more manageable or I will maybe give that habit two weeks to settle. I'll see how I go. Um, but this is all about slow, sustainable change. And I'm pretty sure the Queen, I'm sure this is a quote from the Queen. She said like the fastest way to get somewhere is slowly. And I absolutely love that because I have found that to be true in so many areas where I have managed to succeed in my life. And I'll admit to you, like fitness and health and weight loss is not one of them. But in other areas of my life, doing things really slowly has had a massive compound interest effect in my life. So the book club would be the perfect example. Just choosing to read a chapter every couple of days means that I have read almost 40 self-development books in the last three years. Not only read them, but really lived and breathed them and acted upon them and taken lessons from them. And it's truly changed my life. The same with this podcast, you know. This is just a series of small actions. This podcast has been going for about three and a half years now. It's now not only my livelihood, but a couple of other people's livelihoods as well. And that's incredible what it's grown to. But there was no massive moment when it exploded. It was just me sitting in my fucking living room, just deciding every week, right, I'm going to record another episode and I'm going to record another episode and I'm going to post about it on my Instagram again and again and again and again. So it's just taking those tiny little habits every single day and it having a compound effect over time. So this is the kind of effect that it's going to have on my health and I'm so excited. 
So as I said, this is not about making big, big, big habits. Like I'm going to go to the gym every night or I'm going to join CrossFit or I'm going to cut calories by 500 a day. Or even I'm going to walk for 30 minutes every day because at the moment, these are too big. They are too different from my life right now. But if you think about it, there's 52 weeks in a year. If I make 52 changes to my lifestyle, to my habits to do with my health, this time next year, deciding to go to the gym every single night or cutting calories by 500 a day won't seem like a big leap. It won't seem like a big jump at all because my life would have changed so much over time. Now, there's a great quote by a man called Matt Griswold that really like sums this up. He says, think in decades and act in days. So like I said, it's so tempting to be like, oh, it's January. I'm going to disappear in January, February, March, and I'm going to come back shredded, ripped and ready for a hot girl summer as a size eight. Number one, it won't fucking happen. And number two, that won't sustain long lasting change. So I might not look massively different by summer because, you know, I'm thinking in decades here. I'm acting in days. I'm thinking in decades. I probably won't be a size 10 or a size eight by summer, but I am confident that not only will I look different, I will feel different too. I will feel amazing. And of course, the great thing about this is I am learning to trust myself with my health goals because I did not trust myself before. And every day that my actions were out of alignment with my goals and my intentions for my health, it made me not like myself. And that is obviously a very low vibrational feeling. Now, I've spoken before in the past about really struggling at school and in education and even being an employee, being very unreliable, being very just shit, basically, <laughs> just like really, really shit. Like I would never turn up. I would never be on time. I would always be ill. And it took a long time after quitting my job and starting my own business to really build that self-belief in myself and that self-trust and even that self-love. Because to me, I'd always been told and my actions confirmed that I was lazy, that I was a bad timekeeper, that I couldn't be relied upon, that I was a bad worker. And so it took actually a couple of years to consistently show up for my business and to consistently show up for myself before I actually realised, oh, I do trust myself. And therefore, because I trust myself, I respect myself. And I love myself because I've created this life for myself, being able to work for myself. God, I'm saying myself a lot, aren't I? <laughs> but you get the gist. And so I would love to have that same self-trust and self-respect when it comes to my health goals. Because at the moment, I don't trust myself at all, like I said, because I'm acting out of alignment with what my goals are. But what's great about this is now I'm, what am I? I'm two and a half weeks into doing this and I feel trust and respect for myself because I'm committing to make these changes that will improve my health and I'm sticking to them because they're super easy. They're super small. Like, don't get me wrong. You still have to commit. You still have to take an action, but it's easy to stick to. And so it's already improving my vibration and the way that I'm thinking about myself. Now, of course, this also has what we call the tide effect too. 
Now, I was talking to Paul Brunson about the tide effect yesterday. And this idea is that you work on one area of your life and it will improve and it will grow and it will lift up, right? But what happens when the tide um, rises is it lifts everything else up too. It lifts everything else with it. And me working on my health will have a positive effect on every area of my life. The changes I make now will give me the energy to go and work out in the future, the energy to put more into my work, to socialise more, to be a more active parent. You know, when your child is like, come on, mum, come in the soft play, rather than me being like, oh, no, parents aren't allowed, sorry, to be like, fuck, yeah, let's have a race around it. And I'll be like, fun, mum, come on. It will give me more energy to date. It will give me more energy for life. So me having more energy and feeling better will positively impact every single area of my life. Like I said, it will make me a better worker. It will make me a better podcaster. It will make me a better parent. It will make me a better friend. It will make me a better everything. Now, I think back to when I use this kind of similar technique um, about what is the one thing that you can do? What is the one goal you can work on that will make all of your other goals effortless? And I did this years ago. I remember when we were sort of coming out of the pandemic or maybe we were still in it. Time's a funny thing. Is it just a construct? I can't remember. Um, But I remember being like, I just need to focus on making my podcast a success and earning money. And all of my other problems will go away. And my other problems were that, I was completely lone parenting. I had zero time to myself and I had two little newborns. I had very little money. I had a house that was far too small for us. We were really severely overcrowded. Um, I didn't have a car that um, was big enough to have a twin pushchair in it. I had no time to myself. Like I said, I had no fun adventure. I had nothing. So all of these problems, right? I knew that if I just focused on building myself a business through this podcast, that I could alleviate all of those other problems. And guess what? Spoiler alert, it did. I could then afford to have a nanny come around and sit with the babies for a couple of hours so that I could record my book club. And I could afford to upgrade my house so I could have a bit of a bigger living space and we could all have our own bedrooms. And I did all these things, right, that were a direct result of me working on that one goal. So yeah, me working on my health now is not only going to just affect my health, but it is going to have an effect on every other area of my life. So I have micro changes to make for weeks and weeks to come. I have so many ideas, but the idea is they will never be daunting. They will never be overwhelming. They will always be micro changes. So I think the one after this will be, I will move my bedtime to maybe 11.30 or 11. And that will be the first time in my adult life that I have had a consistent bedtime before midnight. I have never, ever done that before. So I think it's going to be life changing. So remember, it's better to do something for just five minutes a day than to do nothing at all. That is what you call compound interest. Take, for example, if you were like, right, I'm going to do five minutes of exercise a day. Some people would be like, oh, it's bullshit. That's not going to get you results. That's bollocks. But 
that is compound interest. If you exercise for five minutes a day, the reality is, is that you're going to become so used to that, that after a week or so of doing it, you're going to increase it to 10 minutes, you might increase it to 15. And before you know it, it will be that one small change, it'll be the catalyst for much bigger changes in your life to come. So decide the type of person you want to be and prove it to yourself with small wins. Who said that? James Clear, author of Atomic Habits. Great book. Um, I'll leave a link for it down below. You can come and join the book club and listen to it in the book club with me. Um, But that is what James Clear says. Decide the type of person you want to be and prove it to yourself with small wins. And we know that all manifestation comes from really embodying it and becoming the kind of person that lives that life or has those things. And for me, for so long, I have felt trapped in this cycle of self-distrust and self-hatred because I was not living in alignment with how I wanted to to do with my um, health goals and now by making super small actions I actually am and I gotta say I'm two and a half weeks in and I'm fucking loving it. So how can you apply this to goals that you're struggling with? You can use this to break down any overwhelming goal into tiny micro habits, whether it's fitness, it could be wealth, career, dating, anything, anything. Even if if you're a hoarder and your house is an absolute mess, you can use this to slowly build habits into your life to break down any big problem into tiny micro changes. One final thing I wanted to say is about habit stacking. So it's a great idea when trying to implement something new to stack that habit onto something that you already do that is already effortless because it's a habit that you've incorporated into your life. And remember, that's why we are trying to build new habits into our lives because habits allow you to solve the problems of life with less energy and effort than you would otherwise. If you think about it, most of the stuff that we do is on autopilot. We're on autopilot a lot. And James Clear gives a really great example of this, which is tying shoelaces. So if you remember the first time you tied shoelaces, it was really hard. You about got really frustrated. It needs to be shown a hundred times. You had to really concentrate. But now it's just effortless. You can do it whilst doing other things. You can do it whilst talking to people. It's something you don't even think about. And so a habit that for me to begin with was really conscious was doing a Sunday night reset. And this is where I would take out a weekly planner, I would take my diary, and I would plan out my week, I would map out my week, I would order my food delivery for the week, I would meal plan for the week, and I would do all this stuff, right? And so the way that I've habit stacked is I now, a new part of my Sunday reset, is I say to myself, what new habit am I going to implement for my health this week? What new habit am I going to do? And the smaller I make it, the more satisfied I feel with it. Honestly, the key is to make it really small. Small but effective, guys. Don't make it like fucking pointless, but small but effective. Anyway, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I hope that you've gained some value from it. I really hope that you found a way to incorporate this into your life with whatever you want to achieve. What is the first step you can take? What is the first micro habit that you can implement into your life to make long-lasting change? If you've enjoyed this episode, please help me out. You can rate, review, subscribe, and that really helps me. You can also share this on your social media stories. You can tag me at Law of Attraction Changed My Life or at Francesca Amber just to let your friends know you're listening and, you know, they might enjoy it too.
If you want to come and join us for the book club in February, we are reading Sacred Seasons by Kirsty Gallagher. How to thrive in all seasons, rituals and practices for each season of the year. It's really lovely. You're going to love it. Come and check it out. It's at francescaamber.com or I'll leave the link down below. And I will see you bitches next week. Remember, the quality of our lives depends on the quality of our habits. So what are your habits going to look like? I'll see you next week. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too, bitch. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com